Hey, welcome. Glad to have you with us. Glad to be with you. It is seven minutes after the hour, and uh, boy, the news coverage has just not been very good lately. Um, Brian, I think I do think they covered Avenatti. I do think so. Hold on one second. Let me just check something here. Tonight, we're disgraced lawyer Michael Avenatti, who once tried to take on former President Trump. He's now been sentenced to 14 years in prison on federal crimes. In June, he pleaded guilty to defrauding his clients and to obstructing IRS efforts to collect payroll taxes from his coffee business. He will serve that time after he finishes serving five years in New York for stealing from adult film star Stormy Daniels and for extorting Nike. Yeah, they, they gave it 22 seconds. Okay, good. Good. I was kind of worried that they yeah. were ignoring You it. thought they were going to treat this like the laptop, didn't you? Yeah, uh-huh. Yeah, but uh, look at all the coverage uh, the mainstream media has has given to the uh, release of that information from Twitter. <laughs> I mean, it is just all over the place. I know it's nonstop. Yeah, um, it, it, at least I think one ne- one of the major networks, CBS, I think gave it a few seconds. Well, um, Corinne Jean Pierre told us yesterday it was old news. So it, it's a distraction. Yeah, just that's come on, it's, move it's, on. It's nothing, nothing to see here. <laughs> Keep on moving. <laughs> Unbelievable. Hey, uh, welcome. Glad to have you with us. And in, if you uh, are um, a regular listener of the program, you know that every. Tuesday, Jennifer Bukowski comes on board with us. She's going to talk about Harmeet Dillon because, well, could be the next chair at the Republican National Committee. Musk's uh, Neuralink faces a federal probe. Isn't it amazing how when he was just making battery-powered cars, nobody paid much attention at the federal level to what Musk was doing? Even the mainstream media, they weren't, they weren't really. He's building battery-powered cars. Now, all of a sudden, they're looking into everything. Um, I, I suspect it's just because they stumbled on this information. Uh, anyhow, um, the, uh, the, the files that are being released from Twitter, uh, just a distortion. Yeah, just a distraction. No big deal. There is a piece in the New York Times about everything that Democrats could do if Warnock wins. It's not a pretty picture. I really hope for gridlock. Uh, We'll see what happens. Uh, The Supreme Court appears to be siding with the website designer that was being told she had to make a website for a gay marriage that she was opposed to. It's like forcing somebody to make a painting. Um... That's just the tip of the iceberg for Jennifer. She's got a bunch, including uh, the Netflix uh, Meghan and Harry documentary. Oh, like I could give a rodent's rectum about her. <laughs> Good God, what a cretin. Um, I I, I want to ask listeners a question, Brian, and, I, and I'm going to start with you. But listeners, you give me your definition. What Everybody, Brian, is is pushing on the left for diversity. So what does that mean exactly? Do you, it, it, you know, I know that if I'm diverse, I have a variety of different interests, you know, diverse in my interests. But in society, what does diversity mean? I guess uh, the way liberals would characterize diversity as, uh, you know, how the United States has become the great melting pot of every single ethnicity and 
not just ethnicity, but, you know, gender now is part of diversity. And I don't know, it's become, um, I don't know what it means. It's, I, I know it's kind of hard to explain, but. I know what unity means, but diversity is separating people. Didn't we fight for years to unify people? Isn't that what that whole movement was from the 1960s? Wasn't it to unify people? To eliminate distinctions between race and religion and, and sex? It was supposed to be we're all one big happy family? Now we want diversified. We want some people in this box. We want some people in that box. Uh, we want some people in another, uh, another place. How is it that it's getting so much interest from the left? And then there's equity, diversity, equity, and inclusion. If you flip those two around, equity and inclusion, it's just, it spells die. <laughs> equity? What do you mean equity? What, equal what outcomes, the, Gary. But there was never, in any free society, equal outcomes. Well, they're trying to fix that, you see. Because you some can't. people make more money than the other people and you know we need to take care of that i would love for a progressive to work up the testicular fortitude and tell me what their goal is with diversity equity and inclusion because it it doesn't seem to mean to them what it means to me it, it doesn't seem like a goal that that uh, we ought to have we ought to have unity. Pursuit of happiness does not guarantee it. But we ought to have pursuit of happiness. Equity? No. Who's equity in what? Equity in, equity in what? Should we all be earning the same amount of money? What the hell do they mean by all that? I don't know. I don't expect any progressive to have the testicular fortitude to call. But if you're a progressive and you think you can explain what all of that means, diversity, equity, and inclusion, by all means, I, I would, I'd love to hear it. 874-9390-800-529-5572. You can also get me on the phone. You call, uh, or I'm sorry, on, uh, on the interwebs. Uh, just go to uh, GaryNolan.com. You can... Send me a message and it will pop up here in studio. Uh, we've got a whole bunch of uh, other topics that we're going to get to. Um, we've got uh, more on Twitter. And then uh, Levine, you know, that really weird doctor out of Pennsylvania that works for the administration. <laughs> yeah, he's in the news. See, and, and I just, I'm surprised that the buzzer didn't go off. I called him he. Let me go to the phones down to Springfield. Andy is on the line. Andy, welcome. How are you? Great. How are you doing? I'm doing well. Very good. I'm not trying to be racist or anything, but my first thought was, could you answer your question be, put a pause on the white people so others that feel like they're behind can catch up. I don't know. I don't feel that way, but I feel that's how they feel, with how they look at us. They think the people who are behind can catch up. If they behind us and whatever, if it's finances or, or you know whatever kind of where they feel behind in or the reason that they need to, you know, have the attention, the spotlight put on them. Yeah, that doesn't. 
I don't know. I, I, I think that's may, that's maybe the excuse. The excuse, yeah. Uh, but I don't think it's the reality. All right, Andy, thank you. Take care. Sure. Glad to have you on the Gary Nolan Show. No, I don't think it's the reality. The freer the market, the greater the number of people who advance to the middle class and higher. The more you apply yourself, the smarter and harder you work, the better off you'll be. In a free market. But we don't seem to have that. And I don't understand diversity. I just, I don't understand it. I want unity. I want everybody to want to be a part, to bring with them whatever they have. Uh, and it could be from their culture, their food, their dress, their music, whatever it is. And mesh it all together. I don't want you diverse. I don't want you off in one corner with your group of people and me off in my corner with my group of people. I want us to have some unity. Anyway, I just I was I was listening to this uh, audio about it and it and it um, it struck me that it, it the argument for diversity, inclusion, equity, etc. doesn't doesn't really uh, make any sense. At least at least not to me. Uh, 874-9390-800-529-5572. President Trump well, he said something, and I want your opinion on it. And I know I got a lot of Trump fans out there. I want you to tell me what you think about what he said. We'll do that next on The Gary Nolan Show. It's the Zimmer Radio Network. It is 920. Glad to have you with us. By the way, as an aside, before I get into this Trump thing, uh, Grover Norquist, I saw him this morning on Fox News. Uh, I should call him up and have him come on the program. Apparently, the IRS has... Uh, put in place this rule that if you use Zelle or some of these other things to sell stuff, um, maybe you've got a bunch of baby furniture and you and you sell it, uh, maybe a, an old computer or whatever, and you come up with uh, $600 plus, you have to report that or you have to have the receipts for what you paid for it when you originally bought it. So if everything you sold cost you 1200 bucks and you sell it for 600 bucks when the IRS comes after you, uh, if you've got the receipts, you're safe. If you don't, well, then you can't prove that you weren't turning a profit and they will come after you. That's why you need all those extra IRS agents, because the Democrats and the IRS are coming after, and, and it, you know, it's it's not just going to hurt small businesses. They're going to hurt you. Um, I don't I don't think I've ever sold anything on the interwebs. Brian, have you? Uh, a long time ago, I sold something on eBay, but it's it's been years. Yeah, I have not. Uh, I'm I'm leery of it because I'm afraid. And I suppose there must be some way to, to protect you, but I was always afraid that somebody would send me a check and it would bounce uh, after they got whatever it is I was selling. Uh, and then I'd be up uh, Poops Creek. But uh, if, if you make, you know, you sell something for over $600, you better have a receipt. Otherwise, they're going to come after you. <laughs> Unbelievable. President Trump, uh, 
came out, uh, I think this was uh, mo- Friday? Monday? For, uh, let's see. Uh, uh, it was last week, the end of the week. He announced last month that he is, of course, running for president. And then he said on his truth social or whatever, quote, a massive fraud of this type is referring to the election which he insists was stolen and may have been. I really do not know. A uh, massive fraud of this type and magnitude allows for the termination of all rules, regulations, and articles, even those found in the Constitution. Our great founders did not want and would not condone false and fraudulent elections. I, uh, I wonder what, what uh, people think of that. It, it, that he wants to apparently... Um, it, it just terminate parts of the Constitution. And I wonder what would happen, just suppose, and this is really theoretical, but just suppose that they actually found proof that he won the election. What, what should we do with that information? Literally, what should we do with that information? You know, the the result of that would, would be catastrophic. We would have gone for two years without a president. Well, we actually can't say that. I guess you'd have had a president. He just would have been put there uh, through cheating. Uh, I, under no circumstances do I think you suspend the Constitution. That's all I'm saying. I'm going to go to the phones on both these. 874-9390, toll-free 800-529-5572. What do you think of President Trump's comment about suspending articles and parts of the Constitution because he believes the election was stolen? 874-9390. Let me go to the uh, uh, telephones on the $600 thing. Jason, welcome. How are you? Good. I was actually going with the six hundred dollars thing. I apologize. I just it's all right. In. Go ahead. And someone was telling me that it adds up, so it's not a six hundred dollar purchase. So if you sell over six hundred dollars throughout the year, then they'll report it. So if it's like twenty dollars, hundred dollars, but I'm not for sure about that. I didn't know if you guys knew or not. Uh, I'll have to double check that. I know it's over six hundred dollars, but whether or not. I imagine if it's uh, all in one, you know, all on Zelle or whatever. Or whatever, um, yeah. Well, one guy was telling me, well, say you sell um, a job or something for $1,000, and to your friend, you can't do two transactions of 500 because that will still count. Does that make sense? Yeah, well, we, we don't want the middle class to, no. you know, to get anything. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. No, exactly. But it's just crazy. They're going to go after all this. They need all those extra IRS agents. Yeah. Somebody told me that this weekend. I thought, oh, I wouldn't doubt it. You know, like, yeah. So it's like not just a $600 purchase, but cumulative sales. Anything over 600, period. You know, I'm going to look this for sure or not. I know it's over $600. I I imagined. that it was in one sale, but I will check and see if it's you know, cumulative. Yeah, and I'll, right. I'll let okay, you know after yeah. the news at the bottom of the hour, okay? 
All right, thank you. All right, Jason, thank you. Glad to have you on the Gary Nolan Show. Uh, on Trump's comment, Rick, welcome. How are you? I'm good. Well, I see this statement he made as he, in texting, people try to keep it short, and he left out an important phrase, we might as well. If we're going to allow this to continue and stand and in the future have the same problems, we might as well remove. He just and, uh, invented that out of whole cloth, Rick. It's not in his statement at all. I know, but I, I'm, I'm, I'm looking at, you know, the fact that people try to keep their texts as short as they can. But now there's a statement he has made in as ABC reported it, walking it back. And I haven't heard that. But, you know, I cannot believe that Donald Trump truly meant in that statement to say we're going to have to change the Constitution. You know, of all the people who were involved in election fraud, I only know of one arrest, and that was in St. Louis, Missouri, which was done by Missouri officials. I've not heard of any election fraud, although it was massive, any arrests anywhere. And I'll again say that I believe that in a federal election to tamper with is treason. Well, I, I don't know how far I would go with that, but uh, the, the you might as well part does not apply. He would have said it. He had room to say it. It was on his own website, Truth Social. So that was not what he was saying. What he was saying... Joe Biden makes mistakes when he speaks. So can President Trump. Yeah, he didn't speak. He wrote. I know it. All right. Rick, thank you. Glad to have you on the Gary Nolan Show. Uh, Let's see. On the 600... We're going to... You know, I brought both these up. This is a mistake. We're going to be bouncing back and forth. Tony, welcome. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I am well, thank you. I just, uh, I do know that my buddy runs a small business refurbishing pool tables and everything, and I help him every once in a while. So he records that income, and any time that I hit 600 in a year, he's got to report it to the tax, to the IRS. So I don't know if that plays into the $600 on Zelle as well, but in my opinion, they kind of coincide. Yeah, it's, it's insane. This whole tax on income thing is so complicated, and it gets more complicated every day. They need to get rid of this. All right. Tony, thank you for the call. Glad to have you on the Gary Nolan Show. One hour from now, Jennifer Bukowski is going to be with us, and she has a whole host of topics that she wants to get to, including Harmeet Dillon running for the the RNC chair. Uh, She's going to talk about uh, Musk's Neuralink uh, facing federal probe. Uh, It's amazing how closely timed his taking over Twitter and this uh, cavity check that they're giving him uh, are. I mean, it's like one week he does the, the Twitter thing and the next week they're investigating every orifice of his body. Uh, So we'll check in with her on that uh, and uh, Musk's Twitter files revealing the censorship of Hunter Biden's laptop. We'll find out what she thinks from a legal standpoint. Gary Nolan, Zimmer Radio Network. This is the Gary Nolan Show.
935, Jennifer Bukowski is going to be on board. What does she think of Harmy Dillon uh, running to to, uh, ru- to chair the Republican National Committee? We'll find out an hour from now. Uh, then uh, right now, if uh, you just turn the radio on, we're talking about President Trump and uh, what he said about suspending parts of the Constitution because he believes he was ripped off in the election. Uh, once again, this is my... This is me protecting myself because people will distort what I've said. I don't know. I am not convinced one way or the other. I do know there was cheating. I just don't know how much. Jeff says, I do believe there was cheating in the election. It's fairly obvious, actually. However, there's no justification for suspending parts of the Constitution. Also, as I understand it, for most states, the Electoral College isn't actually obligated to vote in line with the popular vote in their state. They just historically have always done so. So even if they do prove that the popular vote was cheated, the Electoral College vote still stands. And unfortunately, Biden is still president. That is a bit disappointing. But what do you think about the president suggesting suspending parts of the Constitution. I think it was I think it was very foolish to say. I really do. Tom, welcome. Glad to have you on the Gary Nolan Show. How are you? I'm doing fine. I agree with much of what you have mentioned. Uh, with regard to Trump, I didn't read what was said. Uh, but as is the case with Trump so, so often, there's a lot of context that's that's uh, either under the surface or really hasn't been spoken about. But I will tell you, I always thought that actions meant more than words. And if people are going to get riled up about this, about changing the Constitution, what? Uh, why are we not being? Uh, why are we not discussing? Biden and Obama at different times saying that to make a decision would be unconstitutional. Uh, And in the example of Biden, I believe that was um, recently uh, in the past year uh, with regard to uh, student loans and the Obama thing where he said, you know, to do to mess with immigration, I think that was the subject, would be unconstitutional. Both of those guys did exactly the opposite of what they said they were going to do. And I can't for the life of me understand why people are all riled up. Maybe it's because it's Trump. But actions do speak louder than words. Thank you. All right, Tom, thank you. Glad to have you on the Gary Nolan Show. Uh, 874-9390, toll-free 800-529-5572. I am not, I don't want to turn this into an anti-Trump polemic. Uh, if I were a Republican and Trump won the primary, I would vote for him over Biden. Um, it, it isn't going to save the country, but it's better than Biden. Uh, but then I've got a cat I hate that's better than Biden. Anyway, uh, let me move on because we've got a lot more before Jennifer gets on board. Rachel Levine... In the news, uh, Richard. Oh, that's that's Rachel Brian. No, Rachel. it's Richard. No, no, no. She's she's a woman of wonderful <laughs> woman, and I know you're attracted to her. 
It's it's those facial features, the hair. <laughs> is that what it is? Uh, isn't it? The is Adam's the apple? Oh, yeah. She's the one, or he is the one that when won the uh, Man of the Year contest, right? <laughs> yeah, that was... <laughs> the folks over at Twitter thought... Uh, actually came out and said that the Babylon Bee was uh, dangerous uh, because of their because <laughs> of their comedy. But uh, yeah, I know I know he's uh, very attractive. Uh, she's very attractive. <laughs> uh, you know, uh, with the little stubble and uh, and and has a package. Not most women. Uh, most women don't don't have a package, <laughs> but she apparently <laughs> Thank does. Thank goodness for that. Huh? <laughs> oh, God. I think I'm going to throw up in my shoes. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, Rachel Levine called on doctors to serve as ambassadors in the attempt to normalize the abnormal transgenderism. Levine, a man who identifies as a woman, remarked, quote, I encourage all of you to Think of yourselves as ambassadors to your communities, ambassadors for science, as well as compassion and for care. Uh, yeah, really? Uh, these conversations don't need to be limited or restricted to a medical setting, Levine said. Offer yourselves as informational resources, not just for youth, but for school teachers, principals, school boards. Professional organizations, recreation centers, county commissioners, and others who would benefit from this information and your perspective. He added, please proactively seek out opportunities to speak about what you know. How do you suppose history will treat people like Levine? I mean, do you, do you think there will come a time when history goes, you know, when, when they look back at us historically and say, well, this was the cultural downfall. When they went over the, you know, when they jumped the shark with this gender thing, uh, or will they just sort of accept it and continue making the perverse and bizarre the norm? Yeah, I don't think they're done. You don't think they're done? No, no, I don't think they're done. I think this is just step one to that incremental change of abnormal is now normal. And I think they're eventually going to get into the uh, minor attracted persons. Yeah, What's wrong my... with this? this? A person can't help it. They were born this way. And Maureen, besides, Gary, if the child consents, it should be okay. My sister Maureen said... About three years ago, she started saying that that was their goal, is to make, ultimately, to make pedophilia the norm and acceptable. And if the schools continue in the direction they're going, uh, your kids are going to be susceptible to this. They'll teach this. How did they go from teaching biology to teaching sex? <laughs> I don't know. You know, when I was in school, they taught sex, and it was very clinical. It was, this is that organ, that's this organ, and that's what they do, and that's what this does. And there's and a few laughs here and there, and we were done with it. Yeah. I mean, it was really basic stuff about reproduction. And that was the extent of it. When did they make that transition into, here's all the things you can do? And, you know, getting involved in, in the act 
rather than the science. Because that's where they cross the line. If you're educating, you, you know, you can teach the biology of it. I don't have a problem with that. But when they get into teaching the different sexual positions and all of that, I don't see how that falls into the, the realm of education. Doesn't, it doesn't really make sense to me. But that's what they're doing. Um, and, and here he is out there acting as though he's you know, and trying to convince doctors this is the thing to do. This is what, you know, this is, you should be an ambassador for making my mental illness an acceptable uh, alternative. Uh, and, and, you know, you, you don't want society to look at this and think, well, that was, you know, that's just, that's just wrong. 874-9390-800-529-5572. In Europe, a lot of people are going to go hungry. I'll explain to you why next on The Gary Nolan Show, Zimmer Radio Network. It is 9.50, 9.50. Glad to have you with us. Glad to be with you. Gary Nolan Show. Brian, you know what happens uh, when lightning flashes outside during a rainstorm? Do you know what happens to your lawn? Uh, no, I don't. It gets greener. No. Yeah. Seriously? Yeah. When, lightning's, when lightning flashes, it releases nitrogen. Oh, and okay. That's, and that's good for growing things. In fact, when you're using fertilizer, <laughs> nitrogen is one of the key uh, reasons that yeah. it works. It, it just... I didn't know that. Yeah. Lightning, if you watch it... Uh, if you do a little homework, you'll find out that when lightning strikes, that's what it releases is nitrogen, and it's good for, for growing things. Uh, but they've got a, a, little, <laughs> a little bit of a problem in Europe. Uh, apparently, uh, German farmers have been ordered to slash nitrogen fertilizer usage. Uh, the story is uh, by Mike Adams, uh, a health ranger substack. Uh, over the last year, the green tyranny bureaucracy of the European Union has managed to nearly destroy Western Europe's energy relationships with Russia, leaving the continent desperate for energy inputs to keep its power grid functioning. Now the food supply of Europe is under direct assault via multiple schemes that seem designed to end affordable food. At the same time, electricity is becoming affordable for businesses and residential households alike. Germany bans farmers from properly fertilizing land to serve European Union green agenda. Uh, the story was at Breitbart. As of Thursday, the use of nitrate fertilizers has been greatly restricted for large swaths of farmland in North Rhine-Westphalia, um, apparently one of the most abundant food production areas in all of Germany. Uh, the ban originates with the European Union bureaucrats waging war on nitrogen. It's an essential element that makes up nearly 80% of Earth's atmosphere and is critical for crop production. After having declared a war on carbon, the building block of biological life, globalists are now targeting nitrogen as a means to deliberately engineer widespread famine and mass death. I mean... One of the reasons that we are able to feed the world is because we've 
we've learned all of these things over decades about fertilizing food and about how to get greater productivity out of less land. And these global warming idiots are making it more difficult to grow food. Now, they seem to be trying to destroy society. When you think about carbon fuels and nitrogen and and, uh, CO2 and oil and uh, all of those things that, I mean, literally everything revolves around that. Farming, transportation, uh, cell phones, pens, computers, everything relies on the, the very products these global warming extremists are so terrified of. And when I say terrified, I mean they are scared. You see these morons gluing their hands to the cement in the middle of a street to stop traffic. You see these idiots deflating the tires on SUVs because they're not battery-powered gas sippers. Uh, When you see all of these idiot protesters, it's because they have been convinced from early childhood that man-made global warming is going to destroy the earth. They really do believe that there will be nothing for them in 20 years or 10 years. They keep hearing these Armageddon stories from the left about global warming, and they're paralyzed with fear. They will do whatever it takes to protect themselves and to protect the world. I, 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 I get angry at their naivete, but in reality, they really they can't help it. They've been indoctrinated. Uh, here is a Democrat talking about. Let me tell you what it means to to me coming in as a different generation. I remember my middle child waking up with nightmares over concern around climate change. Hmm, that's weird. That's weird. Yep, that's oh, weird. Wearing me out. Let me tell you what it means to to yeah. me. She's terrified. Her, her her children are literally terrified. This is what they're instilling in children. I don't even know how to... You would think that these teachers, whose job it is to teach science and all of these other things, you would think that they would look at the research and look at all of the the, uh, Armageddon predictions that they've made uh, over the last 50 years. Frankly, you could actually go back to the turn of the last century, to the 19th, uh, to the 20th century, and see stories about how the, uh, you know, we're getting too cold, we're freezing up, we're melting too much, we're getting warmer. But since the 1970s, it's gotten insane. And they keep telling us things are going to happen. That never happened. You'd think these teachers would look this up and go, gee, these chicken littles have been telling us the sky is falling for 50 years. And it never happens. They tell us uh, that, you know, uh, islands will disappear in five years. We'll have mass famine in 10 years. The world will cease to exist as we know it in, in, in 10 years. And 10 years later, 
nothing happens, and they make another prediction. It'll be a, uh, it'll be in ten years. They're doing it now. They keep doing it. Would you consider yourself to be a global warming denier? Because uh, there's a person that wants to do something about your kind, your ilk, if you will. I think those guys who are saying that global warming doesn't exist, that they are contemptible human beings, and that, you know, I wish that there were a law you could punish them under. That's a criminal offense, and they ought to be serving time for it. So Thank we you, need to Mr. Just toss you in jail for you denying global warming? Yeah, but here's the thing. There is some global warming. I just don't know that it's man-made and catastrophic. I think that we have had warmer periods and much greater amounts of CO2 in the atmosphere. And we, you know, we survived it. And it was, it was really before the, uh, you know, uh, the automobile and, and uh, the industrial age. It was thousands of years ago. And I don't know yet, even to this day, which comes first, the CO2 or the warming. I, I know that if the sun is beating down on the ocean, you got extra CO2. Is that because it got hotter and created? Or is it that there was extra CO2? And I don't know. I suspect it's the sun. I think that has a lot to do with what goes on in temperature. Is there man-made global warming? Yeah, in certain areas, you got them in the city with the urban heat island effect. But overall, man-made global warming is not catastrophic. CO2 is good for growing things. Throw in a little nitrogen and you'll be able to feed the world. Quit scaring our kids. Quit terrifying them with this nonsense about Armageddon coming as a result of global warming. That's why these, these people are doing what they're doing, gluing themselves to the street and all that other nonsense. How much time did you say I got, Brian? Where am I at here? 20 seconds now. 20 seconds. All right. Callers, I will get to you, I promise, uh, in the next segment of the program, in about five minutes, four minutes, whatever the news takes, uh, while we get you up to date with what's going on around town and around the world. Uh, Then Jennifer Bukowski is going to be with us. Harmon Dillon is running to, well, she's going to try and run the entire Republican National Committee. Is that a good idea or a bad one? We'll find out on The Gary Nolan Show in 30 minutes on the Zimmer Radio Network. This is The Gary Nolan Show 